Va a pegarle Ronaldinho Gaucho. Ya lo hace. Pierna derecha, directo al arco. ¡Golazo! ¡Golazo! Hello everybody and welcome back to the FPL Expat Spot. I'm your host at FPL Mason. I'm pleased to welcome back uh, Atwi, also known as FPL Engineer, and Abdul Rahman. Uh, what's your Twitter handle again, man? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. This week it's a tribute to Mr. Weepy himself, Alex Telles. It's Alex Telles, S Z N underscore. Write it down so write it down so we can tag him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, tell you what, those three weeks with no Luke Shaw were probably the best three weeks I have had as a Manchester United fan. Uh, he returned in Champions League and look what happened. L- lads, lads, again, again, uh, you, you support a League Two team, mate. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a Bruno Fernandes fan, man. Anyone that helps Bruno elevate his game, I'm a fan of. That's why Alex Telles is my latest username, I- that's the whole point. <laughs> anyway, it, it's it's really good to be back on the pod and uh, have, looking forward for another for me another green green arrow green arrow. We will talk about this later. So uh, yeah, Elias, tell us how was your game week um, eleven? I mean, uh, I'm I'm in the I'm in the boat in which I'm banking against Spurs, so I still don't have. Uh, I got rid of my Spurs assets, both Kane and Son, and Jesus Christ, man, it's uh, it's not for the it's not for the weak of heart. I mean, I, I backed sixty three points again, brought in KDB captain. I was pretty happy with that, but uh, Ziyech got injured for me. Bruno, Bruno got. I mean, Bruno came in. He 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 did the Bruno show, and everything else was all right. Uh, Diaz still bringing in those clean sheets ever since I brought him in and my two strikers Vardy and DCL did their thing as well it's uh, 63 points for me but uh, when you're within the top 100,000 that's a that's a red arrow so I'm dropped to 64k and uh, we're pushing forward we're pushing forward that's uh, good I think I mean, I mean, considering I had three Villa players and a Newcastle player, it's it's okay. I can get by. What about what about you, Abdul Rahman? You you didn't you didn't take a hit? No, no, man. I'm uh, I haven't taken a hit this season, and uh, I'm still. Uh, I think when I take a hit, it should be a holiday. <laughs> it should be something extravagant, maybe World War Two. I don't know, man. But uh, I'm not. I'm not. I've never been pro hits unless it's a double game week. I think I'm obviously everyone knows I'm. I'm definitely pro hits since my uh, hit bonanza from game week two until game week seven. I've seen green arrows since game week three. Um, and this mm-hmm. week wasn't different. It's another green arrow for me. I went up from four million in game week two, um, all the way up to three hundred thousand right now. I'm uh, not even three hundred thousand, two hundred and twenty-five thousand. So I'm closing in slowly on Elias and our money league. Obviously, um, <laughs> I'm I'm always a fan of my money league. I tend to win my money league, but this season, obviously, with uh, Elias kicking on with a very strong start. Um, 
I'm I'm kind of giving up already, and I'm like, you know what? Let him win the money. I'll I'll I'll, I'll just get get the food or whatever it is. But yeah, I got seventy eight points this week, um, which wasn't bad. I captained uh, Raheem Sterling. Um, I've obviously been advocating Sterling as a captaincy choice on the pod. Um, he's a guy who's going to explode, and once he actually hits the ground running, I think you know that that's it. You keep him in. He's one of the two players I said would be captaincy material from game week eight onwards, and that was Jamie Vardy as the other person. And I, th- I think we've seen Jamie Vardy hit the ground running. Um, because look, with these players, once they start scoring, they, they don't stop. It's it's kind of, they come in gluts. I know FPL favorites and you know Elias is, is somebody that tends to favor the boring picks. And you know, he he's someone that you know rates consistency. That that's fair enough. But when you're in the in the pack that's behind the top of the league, you need to sometimes gamble and bring in those people that might explode at any moment. That's why for me. Sterling's been absolutely massive. Um, I've had Bruno in my team since game week one. He's obviously, well, <laughs> in the limited time that he had on the pitch. 45 minutes, yeah? He had, what, eight chances? Eight, eight chances. Yeah. That was the second most in the Premier League this season after Matias Pereira, who had nine. And that was in a whole game. So... <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I think it's the most... I, I, I don't know. No, it was... Uh, well... Statman Dave came up and he said that's the most in the Premier League this season. But West Brom made sure to quote retweet his tweet. And oh, really? Matthias really? Pereira had <laughs> mine. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> but no, I think look, but for me, it, it's all about the premiums, and it's, it depends on what premium you have going forward. Obviously, you can't own everyone. I've not been owning Salah for the past three game weeks. Obviously, now with 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 Fulham coming up, that has to maybe change at some point. You, it's, it's Fulham. That if we were talking about United being a League Two team, I don't think Fulham are a Conference team. In all honesty, I, I, I'm really surprised how they've made it up. I would have. Everyone knows I'm a closet Brentford fan. I'm a big Saeed Ben Rahma fan. Big Ollie Watkins guy. I've got him in my team. I know he's, he didn't play last week, um, but I think. You know, Fulham have looked really, really bad in the league, and I think they'll probably go down. Um, my advice on the pod for anyone: check two things. If your team has someone playing West Brom at home, you captain them. If you have someone playing Fulham at home, you captain them. If they're away, then make sure you alternate. But you need to have a schedule of captain someone playing against those teams in the season. I think we we should have heard what Hatwe did this season, like the past oh, week. And, to go in <laughs> because I, um, I want I want I want to hear something. Okay, look, look, man. I, I I've had a good game week, a good score, but yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Because I activated my wild card. So last 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 week, finally, I, finally, yeah, finally, exactly. I wasn't. I, I didn't. I didn't want to. But last week, look, uh, I I had to get rid of Mitrovic last week, and I brought in Wilson. Two days. Two days uh, because I was cashed out. I did an early transfer. The first early transfer this season, I guess, for me. Two days later, outbreak. Newcastle. Corona. Uh, no training, and the game. The game will be postponed. I looked at my team. I've got Lewis, uh, Grealish, Konsa, and Wilson. As well as 
a bench fodder who doesn't play. That's five. And I already used my free transfer. And I also had Cancelo. Then, look, I, I couldn't. I tried. I, th I thought about it a lot. And I waited till Friday evening, I guess, till I uh, till I uh, hit that wildcard button. But I had to because otherwise I would have been like really, really uh, in, a, in, a, in a different situation right now. Anyway, what did I? Who did I bring on my on my wildcard? I said I kept my McCarthy defense. I went for Chilwell, Diaz. Uh, as well as Dallas, and I kept Lewis because they have three good uh, um, good fixtures. And if he uh, if if he rise again in price, I would benefit from that. And the last one, who who Masuaku, and to guess what I heard today, like I don't even know. Mo Moise talked. Uh, he had the press conference. He didn't say anything. But then Masuaku posts a, a picture on his um, Instagram or on a story. I don't know that he has done he has done a knee surgery and he has been postponing it for two years and look when the moment i bring him in and like i preferred him over over kufal i don't know why i, I just preferred him i thought he he's like he's popping up forward and and linking up and crossing well so look what happened like at uh, this season uh, with injuries, it's 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 really it's really disturbing. Um, but thing is, I want to feel sorry for you. Um, you want to, but I. It's not gonna happen though. Anyone that would think Arthur Maswaku is a legitimate fantasy Premier League option, I was. Uh, oh, oh, he, I, I, I was talking. Not, I was talking to you, and you were the only one advising advising me with Maswaku. Thing is, I was taking the proverbial uh, on 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 the group chat, and I think Elias was looking at me. He's like Maswaku, Maswaku, because it's a running so, job. So lads, lads. No, I, I know, uh, I, I know, I know. It would be kind of troll. I'll hit. He could be red. He could get a red card anytime, but not 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 an knee surgery. Anyway, hey, yeah, mate, mate. The thing is, at this point in the season, Abdurrahman and myself are looking at your team, and you're like, "Who's your fifth defender?" So that we know the guy's either gonna get injured, he's either gonna get loaned out, he's yeah, either gonna yeah, get a wreck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those. Vinagre and Ferguson at the start of the My guy, man. Anyway, yeah. I went for. Well, we all know you can get the all premiums, so I chose Kevin De Bruyne, Son, and Salah. And my three premiums. Uh, I could have went, I could have also gone, sorry, with Kane, but I preferred a more balanced team uh, and the playing bench because we know what's what's happening. So I went with, um, so as, as I said, De Bruyne, Son, Salah, Salah Yota, uh, and Tuchik uh, in the midfield. And good forward, uh, I went with Bramford, Adams, and I took a uh, a punt on, unfortunately, on 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 Jesus. Uh -huh. So yeah, which didn't go well, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna start him against United. That's another topic we're gonna talk about later. So overall, I got 79 points, which is good. I got a third green arrow in a row, and up to around the 320k overall. That's so I'm not I'm not complaining about the wild cards. I'm just. Mate, you complain about everything. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Like, man, you'd complain right. about everything. Right. But, but yeah, 
May again on the group chat you referred to as the mood. All right, let's let's let's. I don't want to talk about my team anymore. Let's move on to. Yeah, I've got a we... question for you actually. Yeah. Um, Go on. So you mentioned you have Salah, Son, and KDB. Yeah. Surely that's a differential lineup. I'm. 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 How, how much is it? Because I mean, yeah, not yeah. I, I checked. I checked, I checked only around around one point five. Uh, around 1.5% from the overall life teams have this um, uh, this combination, Kevin De Bruyne, Son, Salah. That's brilliant, because I mean, yeah, it's, it's you a think it's the of options that you have in terms of different, well, in terms of the big yeah, the premium, premium options, you've yeah, got yeah. Sterling, you've got Son, you've got KDB, you've obviously got Bruno you've, as well. You've got, uh, as well as uh, Kane, and uh, and Salah, so around six to seven premiums, and we know we can we can get them all, and we have to live with it. We have to choose the three if we want to if we want a balanced uh, squad with a good playing bench, or we can stretch into four, but then we would have an unbalanced squad, I guess. So I didn't go with Bruno because I was expecting a bench arrest. Um, sorry, versus West Ham, and he has the City next, yep. and. I didn't go with Kane because I already had Sun and I wanted a, a more balanced squad, so I downgraded to uh, to, uh, to Jesus. So, and yes, what's your what's your approach when it comes to premiums? Because I mean, I think you and I have a similar approach um, when it comes to gauging and filling in team uh, filling in gaps within your team. How, how do you go about selecting your premiums? Who do you leave out? Personally, it's. It's more of who can I bring in that's informed from the rest. So it's kind of a best of the rest type of thing. Uh, I'll walk you through the, this at the moment. I'm looking at uh, Salah as the guy that I don't have at the moment. And Jamie Vardy has had an okay presence, but he hasn't really gone through the roof. All right. Yeah. However, uh, Patrick Bamford up top has been doing his thing. So I'd much rather if Bamford and Vardy are having similar output to spend the money on that. However, I'll bring in Salah for, let's say, an underperforming midfielder that I have and maximize Salah in an upcoming game. I just focus on who's the, who's the weakest link from my yeah. team and just get rid of the deadwood to be fair i think for me personally when i'm looking at premiums it's well you only have 15 players to select yeah and while i absolutely love a double up from time to time like i'm doubling <laughs> up on, on on city midfielders at the moment well more or more of that later where i've changed it but i've doubled up on city midfielders for the past three game weeks and, and that's worked out fine but my genuine general approach is get one guy premium from City, one premium from Liverpool, one premium from United, one premium from Chelsea, one premium from Leicester, which is usually Jamie Vardy. Um, well, Aubameyang this season's not been great at all, but that's the kind of approach which I'm taking. So it's spreading your eggs in the basket, even if it means that obviously you're not getting everyone, but in the big teams those big players are most likely to get you an output of some sort. And I think, you know, while, while it's, it's great to own Salah, 
right now I don't own him. And I'm not sure I'm going to own him before my wildcard either. Um, so it's, it's all about finding that balance. You're not going to own everyone. There's going to be some games you're going to be like, oh, I should have bought in X instead of Y. Oh, I should have bought in um, Vardy instead of Harry Kane. Or I don't know. But reality is go for what you believe is right. Everything that you're going for right now is a differential. <laughs> the combinations that you have is so minimal in comparison to everyone because no one's going to run with what you have. And once you decide on what premiums to select, I think your season is going to be defined. Um, but we did mention the Manchester Derby. I think we have three premiums playing in that game, four if you're counting Aguero. Who should we be keeping an eye on, Hassan? So, look, I already don't have uh, Bruno, and I have triple up from City. I have Diaz, Kevin De Bruyne, and Jesus. So, I'm expecting a City win. We may get a reaction from United, but uh, they haven't been great at home this season, and they are just uh, they were just kicked out from the Champions League. And while while City had uh, an easy midweek game where Pep almost rest uh, all his uh, starting players, especially uh, KDB and uh, and Diaz and so, but. And as well, Aguero is back and he played 25 minutes. Now Pep said he won't start against United. So I'm not going to say I'm expecting a Bruno Blanc because you never know when when United can get a penalty and Bruno will score it. But I'm rooting or I'm leaning towards more City assets for this uh, game particularly. So, Let's just hope for a goal fast, man. Let's just hope for a goal no, fast. No, I'm, I'm not hoping for a goal <laughs> At least not from United side, uh, from FPL point of view. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Elias? Who's gonna Who's gonna uh, shine? Uh, to be fair, yeah, Oli's uh, Oli's approach is gonna be. I, I mean, I can, I can, I can. It really does depend who he puts on the on the pitch, man. Like United without Bruno, United with Bruno are like day and night. Bruno's that team. Bruno's that uh, the life in that team. Uh, whatever happens, if United are gonna score and if United are gonna be competitive in any way, uh, Bruno's gonna be integral to creating chances, and he doesn't really need much. Like the guy just bagged an assist and did everything for the team in 45 minutes and. And bag bonus points last week, and uh, we were all looking in the group chat and like he's nowhere near bonus, but uh, bonus points. And like the dude came out with <laughs> man, I swear we were at all some like point, he was at some point he was on three bonus points. Man, how the heck? Like we were, everybody was, was like, man, I swear. So you gotta think think about that. Uh, sit from the city point of view, Pep has been more of a possession-based coach during this season and his tactics, if you look at him, he's he's held possession within his half for the majority of the game rather than go and push and go forward uh, as opposed to other years where he's literally just gone attack, attack, attack. So you might not, we might not necessarily see a high-scoring game. Uh, I 
again, I'm I'm looking at Sterling mainly and how he operates on that left hand side, and if he can get an advantage over there, he's the guy to look at. KDB is your consistent everyday assist, assist, assist guy, but. That, that's every you, week. You don't want to forget week. that City has been solid, have been solid at the back uh, previous weeks. Uh, I, so, uh, um, I wouldn't say solid. It's just been the teams that they've played. They're not really very creative, and they're not someone that can penetrate. Not them. really as um, well. So, so, but but previously they these teams, the same teams, were scoring against City. Since Diaz has started, like. It, 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 I, I think it has there there has been a shift up in the in the, in the defense uh, performance from from city and we may say we may see it uh, uh, this, I think, this, this I think I think what you're referring to is mainly Ruben Diaz's presence and his uh, use within the team without Bruno I yeah they're uh, they're, uh, they're a bit leaky they're a bit leaky but uh, with Bruno, he he's capable of distributing. He's capable of defending. The lad, exactly. The lad is but who's gonna, who's gonna who's gonna help Bruno? Like, see, I'm not pes- I'm not as pessimistic as you guys for this game because I think Oli only has two strategies. I think he, he's obviously a very limited manager, and I can I think we can all agree on that. He, he's not exactly someone who's creative or innovative. He's someone who has two strategies really. There's one strategy which he goes for, which is the possession-based style football. And unfortunately, other than Bruno, there's no one else that can break the lines. So we you tend to realise against the smaller teams, quote-unquote, United really struggle to score more than two goals. That, that's, that's just the way it is. But he's got the players to play on the counter-attack. And I think we can all agree the wing-back positions are the weakest points for Manchester City. If you're trying to go play through them and you're trying to keep possession, you're going to lose. Like, let's just agree, you're going to lose big time. But when you're going to be playing on a counter-attack, you've got Rashford on one side, whoever you're going to have on the other side, I, I don't know who, they, who they're actually going to go for. Because if Martial's fit, then I guess he plays out on the left and Cavani plays through the middle or Greenwood or whoever it is. But there's fluidity, there's movement. Um, and obviously... With that movement up top, I think Bruno, as Elias said, he's a distributor. He's someone who can pick the ball up. He can play through balls in. And I think on average, he's been playing three key passes per game out wide to the players, which is an incredible stat. Um, So I think, look, we might write off United. We might say that they're going to get thrashed. We might say that Solskjaer gets sacked. I don't know, in all honesty. But from a fantasy Premier League point of view, Bruno Fernandes is the guy I'd be very comfortable captaining. Because if Manchester United are going to be someone that's, who's that, actually going to produce, ball, yeah. if they're going to produce, it's going to be Bruno. We've had games with, from Kevin De Bruyne where he can produce it too. Because City have so much talent. Riyad Mahrez out wide can get you something. Raheem Sterling can get you something. Jesus might, I don't know, fall over himself and score somehow. I, I don't know. He, he he has that talent. I, I hope I hope he does. I hope he 
that was mad. That was mad, man. Because when you brought in G, when you brought up Jesus, Atu was like, I just appeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 like, United has have been sloppy a lot at the back, and I don't know. They considered the three from Leipzig, and they could have considered three from West Ham in 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 in, in one in one half in the first half. So, I. It's 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 a scenario. City can ship three goals back the uh, the and the first time and that's it. And the first half and that's it. Game over. Who's to say a, David's gonna play? I I guess he's gonna play. He's number one for uh, under under Oli. He played in the Champions League in a, in a, in a, in a, like in the most important game in the Champions League. And he let him down. He was referred to Henderson. And he let him down. So who's to say you've got a number one caliber goalkeeper on the bench? Not, who's to say he's not going to play? Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't say, but I, I'm expecting the here to start again. So uh, with all of this being discussed, I'm not one to be that adventurous and go with uh, Bruno Captain. I'm going to be more of a boring type of guy. Uh, but... I'd like to switch topics a bit from the United from the United City derby and look at strikers because this is this is a topic that we've had a lot of debates about like on the group chat who should we look at up top is there's a there's a lot of options like you're looking at your Bamfords you're looking at your uh, you're Che Adams, you're looking at your your Vardy's, you're looking at unfortunately Antonio was injured, you have your Wilson, yeah. You a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of options, really. Sorry, sorry, I saw Abdurrahman, what you said. You've not mentioned one key guy. Ings, you've not mentioned Danny Ings. Inzaghi. Ah, I'm leaving that for he, you. He, got, he, he was just back, played around 20 minutes and got the the, the, the winning Winner. goal. For the for, for Southampton, so it's 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 really it's really uh, tough to choose to choose three strikers there right now. We have Kane and Vardy, both still returning. Vardy, with his stats, his stats are not convincing. But as we all as we all saw, he needed one chance against Sheffield United, and he converted it. His his conversion rate is really good. On the other side, we have the budget. Uh, <clears throat> no, we have before we have uh, Ings and DCL. They are both around now eight. So DCL has been he's he's really in a very very good form. He scored already eleven goals this season, top score of the league. But he has a series of tough fixtures. Ings got back from injury, scored already, and he can do it again every week, regardless. Of uh, who South, uh, Southampton are playing, both yes. are good, both are good options. And at, at the six million, six point five million, we have a couple of more options. We have Bamford with the easy, with a good looking fixtures for Leeds. We have Wilson getting bound, getting back also from injury, scored and assisted. Now we have to wait on Southampton because I heard today that uh, I saw on somewhere on Twitter that there could be up to twelve players missing the. So we have to wait for the for the press conference to see who, who are I don't know if he's gonna name name them but maybe he's he gonna give an idea. 
And of course, we have the likes of uh, Che Adams as well. How much of value is, is, is he taking a hit when Ings is coming back? I remember Elias at the beginning of the season said something along the lines of that they're both working in tandem. I think um, obviously Che Adams was extremely unlucky. He, he couldn't hit the barn door with a banjo. He had so many chances. It was absolutely unbelievable. Um, obviously, with Danny coming back in, they Elias said that they play off one another, and I'll bring him in and for him to, to talk about that. But where do you think Che Adams will play in terms of average position? Where do you think, you know, is, is he going to go out wide? How much of an impact does Theo Walcott have on him? Because Theo Walcott's come into the team and obviously he wasn't playing with them. What, what happens here? I personally, uh, I like to look at prior history and then correlated with uh, the current run. So historically speaking, when Ings and Che have been on the pitch and both have been fit, they've kind of operated in the similar region with very similar statistics towards the end of Last season, we can we could see that uh, the average positioning is very similar. Shots in the box is very similar. The only th- major difference would be Danny Ings having spot kicks. Like again, when when you have someone that t- takes pens, you're a happy guy, especially with VAR this season. So, for me, I believe that Danny Ings is a great option on his own. Uh, Che Adams would uh, be not as great of an option, but he's still a a great cut price uh, asset within that Southampton team. And uh, I believe that with Theo Walcott, with JWP, uh, they are a a team that creates a lot. If you watch them, they're really, their pressing system under, under the coach, it's it's, it's stop yeah. yeah, nah, man. The the dude knows his stuff. Yeah. Like the Spurs game aside, they've been competitive in every dude. single game this season. You cannot get an easy win over them. There's no way. There's no way. Even even at the back, even at the back, you see K. Uh, you see Kyle Walker. <laughs> man, Jesus Christ! Like Vestergaard's becoming another breed. Hangeland, man. What the heck? What the heck? It's, it's, no, I'm I'm a big fan of the team to the extent that even when I was on my own wild card, I, I oh, had yeah. a couple I had a couple of people doubt me keeping McCarthy in gold. <laughs> oh and no, still, man! Long long live double Southampton. Long live double Southampton. I don't know what's happening to Vestergaard and Zuma. Like, are they strikers now? <laughs> scoring week in week out. I mean, I mean, stop. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you something. Do Do you want to end their runs? Bring them in, bring them in, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was no, going to Southampton um, defense on my wild card, but then I chose to to like keep it with McCarthy and like spread the eggs over over the several parts. I don't know. I mean, I love McCarthy. He's he's pretty much this season's Nick Pope. God bless. Um, but I wanted to go to. Um, well, obviously, this was talking about things that he loves, and he absolutely loves the six to six point five region for strikers. He, speaking to him offline, he's been someone who's not, unless it's Harry Kane, he's not been an advocate of spending big on a striker. Why? Why are you such a big fan of that? 
that range? So if you notice, when you create that wave of six million strikers, you can bulk up on uh, the premiums. Uh, I like to always have one big hitter uh, up top so that I can transition throughout the season. So uh, Jamie Vardy can become Harry Kane without too much hassle. Uh, KDB can become can become Salah without much hassle. It's just within two transfers. I don't necessarily need to take a hit for this to t- for this to take place. I don't usually go with big hitters at the back. Ruben Diaz over the stretch uh, is a, is one that I've picked because City have been playing Fulham and Burnley. I mean, <laughs> if they don't get clean sheets against yeah. those teams, they're never going to get clean sheets. But uh, that six million mark up top, you got, again, you have Antonio Bamford, you have Wilson, you have Che, uh, uh, Antonio. Yeah, uh, the options you can switch through them without too too much too much issues financially, and you just pick the the dude that you has form. And midfield is where I like. It, it really is dire. It really is dire. If it's not a premium and it's not Jack Grealish, everybody else is not that. I mean, what? Yeah. Zaha, Zaha's had COVID and he's in and out. I, uh, transfer this stop. week, I, I, my transfer this week tends to disagree with you. Jared Bowen, he's a guy right now for this run of fixtures that's coming up. If you're looking in that six, 6.5 million region, I, I think he's your guy. He's, he's, he's someone who's been extremely unlucky the past couple of weeks. I think last week against United, he what missed an open goal, two, three yards out. Um, week before that, he he, he hauled against Aston Villa. I think he got 12, 13 points. Um, he, he's always in these dangerous positions. And I think with Jared Bowen, he's playing off the striker, behind the striker, and sometimes out wide on the right, depending on the formation that, that Moyes is going with. At the moment, he's obviously going with five at the back. He's got four nows on the left and Jared going off the right. Um, He's someone who's been the key cog in that West Ham United side. And I think in that 6.5 range, he's probably the best guy to have. I know you've you've owned Suchek. I've I've got Suchek because he's his 4.9. And I want to bench him most of the weeks, although he already punched me. me, So... uh, (laughs) But 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 I agree with you. Jared Bowen, he's one of the guys who have gone out under our radars uh, this uh, this season. He already scored four and assisted uh, one during his ten or eleven uh, games. So at the price at six point five or around six point five, six three, he's, yeah, he, he's really a very good differential to to go with. Especially we didn't we didn't mention this yet, but we know, we know. That West Ham is getting is getting a double game week um, in game week 19, and we should start planning for that now. Ben Krillen, uh, the one who the one who like anticipate where where's the game week gonna 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 come, already said that the the only huge double game week this season would be at uh, game week 19, and a, a huge blank game week will will come before that game week 18. 
So, and we're still waiting for the fixtures to be fixtures to be confirmed. So, yeah, if you want to go at uh, a double double up or even I don't know if triple up from now, but double up from now at uh, for, on Western Assets, Bowen uh, is one of the guys to go with. So, so it's either about a West Ham defender and Bowen plus. Don't get me started on West Ham defenders. <laughs> They're your friends. What are you talking about, mate? <laughs> just, Wait. Oh my god! Yeah. Nah. Uh, but to be fair, I, I see West Ham as more of a the, of a defensively oriented team. Like the like, I look at them and I say, oh, I'd rather have Kufal. I'd rather have. And Aaron Cresswell, for that matter, he's the, he's the, he's, I don't know how the heck this guy is always seen as a defender. The guy just takes, there was one game, he could have easily had a brace. He could have easily had a brace coming in and taking in volleys and uh, the guy creates too much, man. The guy creates too much. I wish I had enough money to bring him in. I mean, Chriswell is, is averaging around, is averaging around 1.8 or 1.9 k pass per game, and he's a and he's a defender playing at centre back, so that's that's uh, that's enough for for you to get him. No, he priced he's priced at at 5.1, I guess, or 5.2, but he's he's, he's still. Uh, God bless. God we bless. We can expect more assists from him in the upcoming game. You can, Especially you can, since he's going to be playing at left wing back now that Maswaku's died. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. You mean you mean now that now that Atwis killed him? Now yeah, that Atwis killed him. Thanks for reminding me again. Uh, but yeah, he, he he would probably start at. I don't I don't know if they have a replacement for Maswaku, but they can slot a again a, a defender, a centre back, and play Crispin as a as a wing back. Yeah, they probably bring in Asa Diop at centre back, and they finally over Alec. <laughs> finally, finally, and uh, yeah, shift over um, Cresswell. So we'll see. Speaking of transfers, have any of you made any transfers this week? I'll start. I did my wild card, so I I don't have to do any transfer this week. So, but. As, as things stand, I'm still not gonna do any transfer unless something happens like tomorrow in the press conferences alongside uh, what we have heard around, uh, from Masuaku. Uh, but I'm I'm probably rolling uh, rolling my transfer this uh, this game week. What about you, Elias? Uh, last week I just did the one transfer. Uh, I took out the cells and I brought Red Bedrarek. So uh, I fielded I fielded my 11. This week is the week where I have two transfers and um, um, I haven't done anything. Uh, unfortunately, I've been extremely busy with uh, commitments. So I'll be looking at shifting out uh, Ziyech to bring in Salah. To fund that, I'll most probably be bringing down Vardy to... Uh, Possibly Bamford. This is what I'm looking at. This yeah, is what I'm looking that's, at. That's, that's, a, that's a good plan. So you expect Salah to start first Fulham, yes or no? I I would not want to live a life where I don't see Salah there. You know, I don't like. I don't want to. I don't want to sit behind the couch, man. I want to just have Salah. Uh, exactly. Uh, Ark, uh, I've I have 
I believe that you have, you have already done your transfers. Yeah, I have obviously bought in Jared Bowen for Hakim Ziyech early in the week. Um, and um, I've just bought in Sadio Mane in for Ryan Sterling and I'm going to uh-huh. captain him. Nice. Wow. Um, with a, with a, whoa, okay, that's that's a good differential. Well, your differential captain last week, uh, the Sterling did the uh, did that job, but unfortunately, all, all other premiums and the uh, and captains, uh, high captaincy, uh, like uh, <clears throat> players, also uh, hold. So uh, we'll see about this week. Manny was rested, and he yeah. should play the next at least the next two games versus Fulham and uh, and and Spurs. I think for, for me, Sadio, Ma- Sadio Mane's key start here is every single time he started away from home, he's returned. Um, and that's something that I've been looking at. Obviously, it's Fulham. He's been rested. He came on up for the final 10 minutes or so. Salah played the full yes, nine against Michelin. Salah's obviously come back from, from COVID. And yes, he's been playing him so he can, you know, shift up his, his, his fitness of some sort. But Salah's been... A guy that's always been a mainstay. He's not somebody that gets rested. And I think we've seen before in the past, hell, we saw it, we saw it two weeks ago when he was complaining about getting subbed off in the 60th minute. Um, he's a guy that likes to play. Um, he's, he's, he's the best player. So, uh, and the most informed player of Liverpool right now. So, it's I'm not sure Klopp can... The thing is, I, I, I'll chime in on one, one like very simple thing. I'm not sure they can afford to bench the guy. Like, like, nah, nah, man, nah, nah, man. Trust me, uh, no, it's not I, against. It's not against Fulham. I'm, it's I'm not against Fulham, but it's not specifically against Fulham. But I don't think they can afford not to play the guy. Like, they need Salah to be there's, up and running. Look, there's, look. there's difference between not playing the guy and not starting the guy. And no, uh, yeah, Klopp is, is Klopp is no pep. So if Salah has started on the bench, he, he will come on uh, around. I don't know the second. Ex- unless if you're Abdul Rahman, in which you captain Sterling and you vice captain Bruno. And just, just, just... That, that's what I just said. <laughs> Klopp is not pep. Pep when he's on the bench, he stays on the bench. Oh God! I, I will. T- I will tell you this though. Hamid Salah has only been rested twice the past two seasons Everton at home last season that was around December the 5th and Burnley away in 1890 and that was December the 4th yeah yeah. so I'm expecting four four of them Jota Jota, Salah Mane and Firmino to start against Fulham they're gonna uh, finish that job early score four in the first half and then Klopp gonna gonna rest he, he want the rest, and then I believe Yota will be benched again versus um, Spurs, and he's gonna play with the front three and with the three uh, midfielders. His his best three midfielders, I guess, uh, Henderson, Wijnaldum, and. Uh... I think it's more about taking a look at the trend, really, which is Hamad Salah gets one rest, scheduled rest every December, and he, he, I think he's gonna, he's gonna get the rest, but it's gonna. Be maybe in, over the Christmas. If, if thing is over Christmas, you, you you don't get rest. It's 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 you get Boxing Day, New Year. When you're a premium, you probably play through them. I don't think you're gonna get an easier run of games than Mitchelland, Fulham. I mean, <laughs> he rested. He rested Sadio. He rested Firmino. 
I think this week is going to be the the, the the turn of Jota and Salah. I think that's just the law of averages. Now, whether he'll actually start or not, that's that's entirely different. But I think just this week, I'm not comfortable bringing in Salah for him to come on in the 60th minute. Sure, he might he might score. I, I don't know, but I'm not going to gamble with that when you have oh, Sadio Mane, who's yeah. fully rested and playing against a bunch of farmers, in all honesty. If he's playing against... <laughs> Sadio Mane is going to be playing against Anthony Robertson. And Anthony is... God God bless him, but he's, he's not a very good defender. He's good going forward, but he's just not a very good defender. So, Mate, wait, 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 just a sec. Mate, he's he's a yank. Don't worry, you can take the mick out of him. He's a yank. You, don't, you can okay, take the mick. We, we don't want to bash players right now on the pod. Uh, but <laughs> You're gonna miss now on Salah, right? Yes. But after Spurs, he, he Liverpool will be playing Crystal Palace, West Brom, Newcastle, Southampton, and you Salah is a captain material for all of these four fixtures, and that's that's what 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 people are looking at before bringing in Salah, and that's what I guess Elias is also looking at. These four fixtures, you can captain Salah in all of them. And, yep. and I don't know. Have 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 a good have a good sleep or have a good night. <laughs> it's just I re- like I look at okay. Let's say he gets rested against Fulham, or he doesn't play, or he comes off the bench. Right, the upcoming weeks. That's the fine. upcoming weeks, mate. No, that ain't fine, man. I wanna, I wanna go yeah. to bed with a smile on my face, man. I don't wanna go to bed and me having seizures or something, man. I, I don't wanna get nightmares thinking, oh no, I don't own Salah. Oh no, I don't own Salah. Nah, man. Yeah. Not... I'm, I'm not saying don't own Salah for the whole season. Uh, that's, that's why you have Sadio Mane. He's in the, is in the price bracket. You can shift across. We've seen so that easily. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. But we've seen that, that Sadio is not in his best form. That's one second. That he, he has been getting more rest than, than Salah recently. And I, I love how Atu is saying this and he started the season without Salah. No, I started the season with Manny and I was unlucky when he got his COVID. But uh, since <laughs> since then, since he has returned from, uh, from COVID... I brought in Salah, then Salah got COVID. So, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I don't I know think. what to say Here's anymore. The Here's the key, guys. If you've got someone in your life, you know, tell them, become Drop. professional footballers, get added on Fancy Premier League, give FPL engineer a call. Yo, Hassan, <laughs> just add this guy in and he'll drop dead. I'm telling you, <laughs> lads, lads, drop, drop into Atwi's DMs, please, and send them the love. Send them the love. <laughs> anyway, Karma, uh, one more thing. Yeah, oh, babe. I know you're captain Salah, but for the people who doesn't, who, who don't have, who don't have Salah, what do you think? Throughout that week, like if you if you, you gotta take a pick, you're gonna have to go with money again, like. For me personally, if you have to target something, just look at Fulham, man. They're not, they're not, they're not that good of a football club this season. I just want to target them. If I had to look at the other games, uh, I mean, if Newcastle aren't fielding their starting eleven, you're gonna have to pick someone from West Brom, but West Brom can't score You're for the life. You're still missing the most two, the most two from. 
two guys who are the most uh, important. Okay, so so you're league. gonna go. Okay, so let's let's Both, let's yeah. let's go with this. If you look at Harry Kane and Son, they're incredible football players, and I have been thankful enough to have them for quite some time. But at the moment, I'm gonna go speak with the Masons, tell them do their thing, and please pres- help me with my rank. But they. Maybe I probably spoke with them last week, and they both both got 13 and 14 points. So it's it's not gonna work uh, week in week out. They listen to me with regards to Kevin De Bruyne, and they're listening to me with regards to the captaincy. <laughs> so I, I guess I the other I two couldn't. choices would be for captaincy, Son and uh, and Kane. Well, I think Kevin De Bruyne is gonna is gonna also get a, is gonna also get at least a goal or assist for United. But he could have had that. He could have had a hat trick last week. He he really could have had a hat trick last week. I know we've been unlucky. I don't think he's scored since July, has he not? Kevin, he just scored last week with a penalty. Open play, I mean. Open play. I'm not gonna say. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But he's been so. He's been unlucky. Like last two game weeks, if he he broke the bar, man. He broke the bar, man. There's uh, there's one of the section of players I take a look at. I fancy Chelsea against that Everton defense. I really fancy them against that Everton defense. They're leaky, man. Yeah. Who are you gonna pick though? Who are you gonna pick, Giroud? But who? Who? Werner is gonna troll you. Giroud. No one has. No one has Giroud. That's it. I'm not. I'm not talking about Giroud. He's talking about Timo. Hey. I told you, Werner is chronic. Is his the man, the man, the man, the man, the man, the man, the man that has too many misses, man. The man that has too. I I say that Bamford is wasteful. I was about to say. And 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 when and Werner can be can be. I can say that Bamford costs six mil. Exactly. Werner costs an arm and a leg. No, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Werner will get his occasional hat trick. Yeah, we'll all look at you. But you never know when. But so that's my point. So we, we know Patrick Bamford's wasteful. He can explode. Timo Werner, if one day he wakes on the right side of the bed, maybe against Everton, he's someone who can, who can even, score. Even, even if it's still gets, the gets, I mean, he gets four to five chances every single game week. He, he doesn't score them, but he he's gets too them. Wasteful. He's but, too but wasteful. That's, but that's my point. This is a one-game week I'm situation. I'm not sure We're he's going to get these four this five uh, chances against Everton. Although they are weak at the back, but not, he's not going to get more parts. The, the thing, I, the thing was, I can understand uh, with uh, Abdurrahman's perspective with regards to uh, Werner. I think uh, he's looking at uh, he who is not to be named, <laughs> the the lad that's missing, <laughs> Abdurrahman. Uh, look, I think. For me, it's very easy. I'm I'm taking a look at that Everton team. I don't have they have they kept a clean sheet this season. I'm not sure, but maybe, I, maybe I, I know they they conceded two against Liverpool, two against Southampton, three against United, two against Newcastle, two against Fulham. I mean that that's not a team that's solid defensively, and we're actually obviously talking about captaincy choices this week. If you're not picking Timo, I wouldn't be surprised if you go pick uh, Ben Chilwell because. Again, he's so central to what they do as well. I I wouldn't be against picking one of those two. We're obviously talking not non-Salah, non-Mane choices. 
And if you're not, you don't have uh, Spurs players, then that that could be an option for you. Like Ali Khalid, for example, this week, I'm gonna bet my life that he's gonna be captaining Timo Werner because he's he, because he's a vice Chelsea fan. Mate, Ali, Ali, the thing is with Ali, and it it's beautiful. I think he's just sat and forget Timo Werner captain. <laughs> it's like just forget yeah. about everything. Just forget. I want Chelsea to win the league, and if Timo Werner gets points on the way, then it's a bonus. <laughs> Uh, but I Don't guess uh, we'll wrap this up. Um, unless you guys have another surprising captaincy choice. No, no, I don't think so. We've discussed them all. Uh, I mean, if you, if you, if you'd like, you can always give the armband to Patrick Manford. Things <laughs> against Sheffield United. It's it's it's, it's can, you can you can always go for the for the differential. Uh, West Ham is it? Differential uh, captain. Yeah, Leeds against what? Yeah, Leeds against West, West Ham. Ham this week. Yeah, yeah. Leeds again, but it's an early uh, kickoff. It's a, and that, that's that's one of the things that I've I I don't, that, that, that's a no for me. We're not we're not gonna go there. <laughs> you got bad you got bad memories with that one, right? Yeah. I mean, with yeah. an early week early weekend kickoff. Oh, God. No Arthur Maswaku. It's written in the stars, guys. It's going to be a clean sheet. It's going to be a nil-nil. And everyone's going to pack up, go home, and watch Kufal score. (laughs) Watch Kufal score. Or you can watch Suchik score again on my bench. On your bench. Thanks for having me on, though. It's, it's yeah. always an absolute it's, pleasure to join Yeah, you. a couple of more weeks, and you'll be thanking us for... Uh, oh, oh, sorry, we'll be thanking you for having us on. <laughs> so oh, it's, 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 yeah. going, it's going in this direction, I believe. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, there's certain people who are looking to change their... Their Twitter tag. It's not just me that's changing their tag from yeah, Greenwood TDF but, to Alex Tellis season. I think, but you, but you don't play the naming game, don't you? FPL. Yeah, we've, we've been missing him. We're, 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 we're missing him. So yeah, we've, uh, but we've been we've been definitely yeah, missing that, FPL. Yeah. Shit. Like the, the guy. Hope, man, we can only hope he can. Man, he, he I miss. I miss I I miss the Sheikh's rants, man. I man, I miss when he goes off. I leave uh, the guys. The guys. Are yeah, I took I took his place today, and I and I did a good <laughs> <rant>. <laughs> you God bless you, Arthur. God bless you. <laughs>